Hi, thanks for tuning into the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cavett, and I'm so glad that you're going to listen in. Um, we just, well, I didn't get back, but Expressing Motherhood just wrapped up our first ever Burlington, Vermont show. I had local producer, Sherry Sai, head up that show. She called me and wanted to bring it there, and so I've been working with her um, here from Los Angeles for almost a year now, and the show just went off really, really well. Um, so thank you to Burlington, Vermont, for embracing Expressing Motherhood. I know that Cher already wants to bring the show back. You are about to listen to Natanya Lara. Natanya Lara was born in South Korea, grew up in New York's Hudson Valley, and has lived from New York City to New Zealand and places between. She is a weaver of both threads and words, having spent more than a decade weaving intricate, wearable art, now working on a collection of stories. A certified parenting coach and energy practitioner, Natanya helps both kids and adults to calm, overwhelm, and release stress and anxiety. Well, we need that in Los Angeles too, Natanya. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm going to keep reading. Uh, she is passionate about supporting families, in particular teaching children about their energy and how to manage it. She shares this passion at her website, which is her name, natanyalara.com. Natanya is from a matriarchal line of strong, fiercely loving women. She continues the tradition as solo mom to her two tween boys. So thank you so much, Natanya, for being in the show, and I look forward to listening to your piece as well. Here is Natanya Lara in Expressing Motherhood's Burlington, Vermont show. Don't you miss them? I hear this question at least once each July, when my kids go with their dad to visit his family in New Mexico for a month. Sometimes the question is, do you miss them? An inquiry. But more often it's, don't you miss them? A foregone conclusion. As though a mother separated from her children for a month must surely be devastated. At first, I felt guilty admitting that the answer was no. <laughs> when I was young, I had a friend whose, fam whose mother left her family to travel the world. She still lives abroad. And if I'm honest, there are days I secretly wish I had it in me to do that. But I don't. My kids are the reason I have become who I am. And our paths of growth are linked. It was only after my kids were born that I realized I was in a marriage that was wrong for me. That I had tethered myself to someone whose values were completely different than mine and with whom I could not fully be myself. Having children catalyzed my values and once that happens, there's no turning back. And then there was the pivotal day. I imagine this in headline caps, the pivotal day. Most of the time you don't realize it's happening until later. Sometimes years later. But in the end you can trace it back to this. When my first son was six months old, I answered a knock at the door on a Thursday afternoon to find a policeman standing there. Clue number one, I couldn't keep pretending everything was okay. My then husband had just been arrested for DUI. The moment is crystal clear. I open the door, 
see the uniform, hear his words, and think, how did I become the mother who answers the door with an infant in her arms to learn that her husband has been arrested? Something broke for me in that moment, and I took an invisible step away from my misaligned life and toward my true values. And yet, while this may have been the first clue, it took several more years and another child before I realized that I couldn't change his choices, but I could change mine. When my second son was a couple years old, I was offered the opportunity to, become, to train to become a parenting coach. At first, I declined. But then, one night, I woke at midnight in a panic that I had missed a deadline, knowing without question that this was a path I needed to take. In doing so, I took another small step toward respecting my intuition. I was, of course, hoping that it would also profoundly improve my parenting skills. And while it didn't have this immediate effect, it did start me on a path to self-knowing that 20 years of therapy had failed to spark. As I did the work of becoming honest with myself, I began to realize just how much of me had been lost in my marriage and how deeply this was affecting my parenting. After the marriage ended, I began the process of slowly unwinding from the tight shell I had created around myself. I began to make contact with the core essence of who I am and more and more to trust myself and my intuition, which I had been ignoring for so very long and which, as it turns out, is a much better source for parenting than any learned strategy. And so when I say that my children are the reason I have become who I am, I mean it in the most literal sense. Having children was the catalyst to me coming back to myself. However, this does not mean that I need to be with them in every moment or even every day. I love them wholly and appreciate them for who they are. And I also recognize the gift I receive when they travel with their dad for that month in the summer every year. This time allows me to be me. If I have lost track of myself in solo parenting over the past year, it renews and revives me for the coming 11 months. And so, although I won't leave my children and travel the world for years, neither will I lament their absence for a month each July. I will be grateful for them and grateful for my time without them. I am a mother, and I am not only a mother. In order to be the best mother I can be, I must first be myself alone. Don't you miss them? I don't miss them as much as I missed me. <laughs>